Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside the 20, where we'll be talking about football, football, and more football. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about, like we said last week, some fantasy predictions for the year coming up. Um, we're probably going to do two of these, just one right now before every, you know, the draft and free agency comes around, uh, and we're going to do it right now, and then we're probably going to do one right before the season starts, uh, after everything, all the transactions have gone through, etc. So... Ryan, let's get started off with QBs, and you start because I haven't heard your list yet. But um, who are your top five quarterbacks for fantasy in the 2021-22 season, and who are your two potential sleeper picks? All right, well, I feel like we should uh, make this more dramatic. I'll say my five, you say your five, we'll go four, And then we'll three. go sleeper, yeah. okay. All right, so uh, to start off number five, I have uh, Russell Wilson. Depending on where he ends up in the offseason or if he does stay, could this, depend on how good of a season. Order? Is this like, yeah, is he your number my, one? I have my, no, I have him at five. So you're going five to one. Five to one, yeah. okay. Right, we're hear, just trying to get the rhythm down. Let's hear your five. All right, my number five is also Russell Wilson. Uh, I think that Russell Wilson, especially if he goes to another team, can make a, a pretty big impact. He can make a big impact anywhere he goes. He's top five in fantasy every year because, you know, he's a dual threat. And that's, you know, what you want in a top five quarterback. So I feel like Russell Wilson's five. He's not quite with the other four in terms of um, – his production, but he is definitely top five, and I, I don't really see that changing. So, all right, and at my number four, I have Lamar Jackson because, uh, like, he's a dual threat quarterback, like Russell Wilson, and he was top ten in rushing yards, which is crazy. We were looking that up earlier. He's he was number nine in rushing yards, like That's... among among all players, not just quarterbacks. He was among all players. He had a thousand five rushing yards. That's literally like. He, he was top five, top ten among players. Like, I don't think that's – that's not even realistic. Like, that sounds like a joke. Oh, my God. That's, that's crazy. Who's your number four? My number four is Aaron Rodgers. My number four is Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, like, I don't see him being, like, super high up on this list, but I definitely see him being productive once again. I mean, he never is not productive. You know, he had 40 touchdowns thrown this season, I believe. And, I mean – Probably, I think it was actually more than four. I think it was like forty-two or forty-three. But even in even in that case, like he had a he had so many touchdowns, and that's good for fantasy. Like he he's not a dual threat as much as you know Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson, but he throws so much that you like rack up the point. You had him this year in fantasy, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he racks up points. I had Mahomes too, so he didn't really get. He didn't get a lot of playing time. Yeah. And you were stacked. I actually ended up trading him. Oh, okay. Anyways, I put I have Aaron Rodgers at number four just because I don't see his production slowing down really at all. Uh, he has Devontae Adams still, and I, I'm assuming they'll probably draft a receiver in one of the rounds. I don't really see them like not drafting a receiver because clearly Valdez Scantling and Lazard are probably not uh, viable options if he wants to keep up this Super Bowl contender, quote-unquote, persona that the Packers have had for so long. So who's your number three? Well... I just want to ask you, uh, is Lamar in your top five this year? Um, he is not. All right, that's what I thought. Never mind. Then. Yeah. We're probably going to have the same top three, or maybe not. I have Deshaun Watson at three. Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. Yeah, he, he, I mean, anywhere he goes, even if he's on the Texans, he's still going to be top three. I mean, he was top three this season, and he was on the Texans. And most of the time he was with that – well, not most of the time, but, you know, a fourth of the season, a third of the season, whatever – he was without Will Fuller, his best receiver. He was with, you know, Brandon Cooks and some other dudes. So, uh, 
he's going to get it done who, no matter who's on his team and no matter who, uh, what team he's on, you know? Yeah. So he's definitely top three for both of us. He's <clears throat> number three for both of us, actually. Yeah. And so. number two, I have Josh Allen. Because I feel yeah. like, and obviously Mahomes is at number one, right? Yeah, me yeah. too. So. I don't think that's going to change at all. That's how it was this year. Doesn't doesn't seem like Josh it's Allen's change. becoming you know the quarterback the Bills wanted him to be. Yeah, the quarterback that sh- that was taken at number seven in the twenty seventeen draft. He is the man for the Bills. And I actually would have had this debate with you eventually, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. But I want to see how he does next season. But you know, I was we've had this debate before. Uh, he, I felt like Josh Allen at the time we were having this debate, which was when was that? Like I don't even it was know. Like right before playoffs. Yeah. I, we were having this debate, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. I said Josh Allen at the time was better than Patrick Mahomes. And I know like a lot of you are probably going to be offended by what I just said. but and, and I love Patrick Mahomes. He's he's awesome. And he's definitely going to be, in the long run, more successful than Josh Allen. But Josh Allen proved he's like more than just a little country boy. And he he's very accurate now, which is something that he needed to improve on. That was his one... That was his one uh, – his weak spot was his accuracy, and he's gotten so much more accurate. And I feel like having Stefan Diggs there as a utility has been awesome for him. And this this dude is, like, humongous. He's, like, what, six – is he 6'10"? No, he's not 6'10", but he's, like, close enough. He looks like he's 6'10 out there. 225 and can outrun everyone on the field. Like, it makes absolutely no sense how this man gets it done. And Patrick Mahomes looks like the typical – I can do anything quarterback. Yeah. He's he's more slim. He's got a, the arm. He can make fantastic throws, but so can Josh Allen. So can big boy Josh Allen. So, yeah, he's definitely number two, and I don't see that changing. And Patrick Mahomes is number one, of course. I don't think there's much explanation we need there. I mean, yeah. if you're looking for a quarterback and you in the fantasy draft and you can take Patrick Mahomes, take Patrick Mahomes. I wouldn't say take him first round because you guys know that you should not take quarterback first round. But, uh, yeah, take Patrick Mahomes if you can. And that's probably something you already know, but <clears throat> all right, let's let's move into our sleeper pit, okay, our sleeper quarterbacks. Who are your two sleeper quarterbacks? So recently being traded, I have Matthew Stafford as one of mine. I feel like interesting. I feel like it's going to be a great addition with Cooper Cup. He? He's got he's got a bunch of good wide receivers. He does. And uh, actually, I want to hear one of your sleeper picks. Okay, one of my sleeper picks is Lamar Jackson. I could see him. You know, last season he didn't have as good of a season fantasy-wise because his passing wasn't um, where it needed to be. But I could totally see him sinking in the top five, especially, you know, if they get a receiver for him to hit more than just Marquise Brown, like we talked about last week, in free agency or even in the draft, I could see Lamar creeping in the top five and maybe replacing uh, Patrick – or not Patrick Mahomes. Of course not Patrick Mahomes. I could see him replacing, you know, Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. So who's your other one? This one might surprise a lot of people, but I have Daniel Jones as my next sleeper No pick. way. There's no way. Da- Considering the season he had last year. and He did horrible. He did horrible. It, he didn't do awful. He was he was all right. He was mediocre at best. But I feel yeah. like compared to his last season, he could be – he's going to be a better quarterback. Yeah, my thinking on – my thinking on the Giants – and let me just segue into this for a minute. My thinking on the Giants is you get Saquon Barkley back from his ACL injury. Saquon Barkley is an athletic monster. He is a monster. He's like DK yeah. Metcalf, the running back. He's a monster. And, like, this ACL injury is probably not going to stop him. So, like, <laughs> I see the Giants having quite a bit more success than they had last season just because they have Saquon back. Uh, their defense is getting a little better, as we saw last season. They went 6-10, and 10, which is actually, you know, 
pretty impressive for the Giants from what they've done in the past couple of seasons. And Daniel Jones, I feel like he's mediocre at best, but I think he has room to develop under uh, Joe Judge, who's proved, proved to be a decent coach. So, yeah, I, I actually think the Giants could make a push to win the division this year. I don't know. You agree? Yeah. Who's your Who's your next sleeper pick? Man, I've been saying this. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. What if? A little hypothetical right here. What if Carson Wentz goes to the Indianapolis? He's got plenty of time. He's got six-plus months to get into Indianapolis, <clears throat> settle down, learn the plays, learn his receivers, learn what they can do, and excel. Because you think about what, he, what his situation was on the Eagles, and I think I touched on this last week as well. You think about a situation on the Eagles. He had injured receivers. He had absolutely no line, other than Kelsey, of course, but I think he had injuries as well. <clears throat> he had running back injuries. He came off an injury. He had bad coaching. Like, you, you think about – he had a horrible season. I understand that, but it's not all on Carson Wentz. And I think that he can thrive in a situation where he's given all of these – all of these necessities that he needs. Because I think Carson Wentz is one of those quarterbacks who needs to fit into a system. He's a system quarterback, right? He's a system quarterback, so he needs a system. And if he gets one, like they have in Indianapolis, because if we're being honest, they have a system in Indianapolis, yeah. and that's not going to change no matter who's playing quarterback. If he gets in that Indianapolis system, I think he can excel. And, you know, they've got they've got so many young – they've got so much young talent, whether it's Jonathan Taylor, who's good at receiving – a good receiving back as well. They've got Michael Pittman, who <laughs> wouldn't change his number for Carson Wentz. I was actually going to bring that up. <laughs> he wouldn't change his number for Carson Wentz. Um, T.Y. Hilton might say, you know, they got so much young talent. I, I feel like he could really excel in that system. Yeah. So I, he's my sleeper pick, my other sleeper pick besides Lamar Jackson. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go first on the bus because I feel like mine's a way more controversial. Oh, so we're doing that? Yeah. Okay. So my bus for quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. Um you know, I could be wrong about this, but I just feel like Trevor Lawrence, year one, I, don't ride high on him, right? He's he, he may not be Joe Burrow. He may not have immediate – he may not be Justin Herbert. He may not have immediate success. I would not draft him. If you want to pick him up midseason, if I'm wrong, go ahead. But I would not draft Trevor Lawrence just because it's un, it's it's uncharted waters. You, you know what I mean? It's uncharted waters. You never know. He could be a bust. Like, I feel like people ride so high on Trevor Lawrence. Like, yes, he is probably one of the best, best college quarterbacks to ever play. But, you know, don't ride so high on him because Ryan Leaf was also one of the best quarterbacks yeah. in college football to ever play. So, Tim Tebow was one of the best college quarterbacks to ever play. Johnny Manziel. I, I, the list goes on. It, Trevor Lawrence could be – could not be what we want him to be. And so, you just got to keep that in mind. And so, my bust – for quarterbacks is Trevor Lawrence and my potential bust for quarterback if the Trevor Lawrence thing doesn't pan out because that's a little risky is Matt Stafford which that is very controversial I understand but I have some reasons uh he's coming into a new team now I, I'm not saying he will never experience success with the Rams I just don't think it's going to be immediate I would not draft Matt Stafford like I said with Trevor Lawrence, you can maybe pick him up later, but I would not dra draft Matt Stafford. He may not see immediate success. This may be a little bit of a uh, Buccaneers type year, which Tom Brady did not really have a good fantasy season last season. 
So this is why I'm saying be careful with Matt Stafford because he may not have gelled with his team quite enough to be what people expect him to be on the on LA. So be careful with Matt Stafford. He's my he's my other quarterback bust. Who's yours? Now this one is probably going to offend a few people considering he just came off his MVP season. And the only reason I do say Aaron Rodgers is going to be a bust is because he's had tremendous seasons for the past two seasons. And I feel like he's just going to start digressing now okay. and he's not going to live up to what he had last season. You know, and I don't I don't totally disagree with you there. I mean, it might happen because you look at Aaron Rodgers, he's 37. He's not getting any younger. He's 37 years old. Going on his, like, 15th or 16th season. He's not getting any older. Or he's not getting any younger. He's not getting – he's getting older is my point. And, yes, he has Devontae Adams. Yes, he has a good O-line, provided David Baxiari comes back. He's got all the necessary – the necessaries to succeed. It's just, like – where do we go from here? Like, you had an MVP season. You had the whole thing drawn out for you. You were probably, you know, set to – everyone thought you were going to go to the Super Bowl and win it. And you, you lost to Tom Brady. Yeah. Now, that's a confidence that's – a, that's a dagger in the heart. That's a, that's a confidence bust. You know what I mean? That's – I mean – his confidence could have been shattered. And I actually agree with you there. I think that he could be a bust just because it could go one of two ways. He could be even better and have another MVP season or he could digress. Yeah. So we'll have to see. We're going to move into running backs. Sure. All right. You go first. All right. For number five. At five, I have uh, Nick Chubb. He's honestly an amazing running back that is so underrated in my opinion. And I feel like he's just going to have another great season. Yeah, see, my problem with Chubb is not in my top five. And my top, my number five is Alvin Kamara, but I'll get to that in a minute. So my thing with Nick Chubb is he shares carries with Kareem Hunt. And yes, he does have pretty productive fantasy days, but like he won't always have fantasy good fantasy days because they have Kareem Hunt to lean back on if Nick Chubb is not performing how they want to that day. So that's my thing with Nick Chubb. I don't put him in the top five because he's not always going to give you a 20, 30-point week. And so in that case, he's not in my top five. My number five is Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is the perfect, perfect, and when I say perfect, I mean perfect, balance between a receiving back and a power back. He has like the exact same receiving yards as he has rushing yards, which pairs for a great running back uh, to have in your lineup. So my number five is Alvin Kamara. Who's your number four? I have Kamara at number four. I had him at two. Then I realized Drew Brees is most likely going to retire, which means his His receiving Yards that go down. go down. Yeah. So, so that I means less him. points. I have him at four. All right. My number four is Christian McCaffrey. Now, Christian McCaffrey could be higher. He could be lower. But I put him here because he's coming off an injury. He's probably going to have a little bit of a slow start. I would not draft him early on. I would see if he'll fall a little bit. But Christian McCaffrey, he's going to have a good season. I mean, he's he's Christian McCaffrey. He's going to have a good season, most likely. And uh, so I put him at number four just because the top, the, the top three running backs, I believe, are going to have – Excellent seasons. So Christian McCaffrey is my number four just because uh, he's going to be productive. It just may take him a little while to get there. So who's your number three? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is your number three. I've seen people that are saying that the Vikings are going to be great this year. I don't 
don't agree with that at all. Well, maybe. I don't know. But I they've just been ranked so high, and we haven't seen anything from them for the past three seasons. What what changed? Yeah. What changed? Defense came back. I, I don't know about that's that. About, that's about it. And uh, I just feel like. Dalvin Cook's going to be their only hope of having a good season. Well, like he was last season, you know? Yeah. Him and Justin Jefferson. So. My number three is Saquon, Saquon Barkley. I almost said Saquon. Is, is this? You know what? Is it Saquon or is it Saquon? I say Saquon. Okay. Let's go with Saquon then. Saquon Barkley. Now, yes, he's coming back off of injury as like Christian McCaffrey is, but I feel like he's more useful to, to the Giants than Christian McCaffrey is. He's also much more athletic, and I feel like he's just a better running back all around. So I think that Saquon Barkley, uh, purely off those those reasons right there, is going to be the number three running back this season. I would uh, like to redact my statement of Chubb at five because I completely forgot about Saquon Barkley. <laughs> so I would put Saquon at five. I still wouldn't put him over Kamara because he's coming off of injury. But. So who's your number two? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Ooh, that's it. Who's your number one? McCaffrey. What? There's I'll, no way. I'll give some There's reasons. no way. You ride so high on McCaffrey, dude. I will explain why right now. Let me pull up. No, no, hold on. Let me let me get through right, mine. Go ahead. Let me get through mine. So my number two is Dalvin Cook. Like Ryan said, I feel like he's going to carry the Vikings offense as well as Justin Jefferson. Good compliment. You know, they, they have a great offense. They have a very high-powered offense, kind of like the kind of like the Falcons. They have a very high-powered offense. It's just up to their defense whether they, whether they win or not. So – I don't really see Dalvin Cook's production going down. He was the number two running back this year. He'll be the number two running back next year. Um, other than the king himself, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is going to be number one. I don't know why you would think Christian McCaffrey is going to be number one. That's ridiculous to me, but you can have your reasons in a minute. I think King Henry is going to be number one. And I think he's going to be the cover of Madden 22. And I say this from, a, from, a, from an unbiased standpoint because I like Derrick Henry, but I'm saying this unbiasedly. He's one of the best running backs that I've ever seen. And he may not go in down his history as one because he, his production could fall off. But I think he could be, he could end up being the man for the Titans. Like, we have seen so much improvement from Derrick Henry in the past couple of seasons, and he's not slowing down. Back-to-back 2,000 rushing yard seasons is unbelievable. That's some Emmett Smith stuff, right? That's some Barry Sanders stuff. Unbelievable. And he's untackleable. I, I don't know. I don't know, man. What's your What's your reason for Christian McCaffrey? Let's hear this. He played in three games this season. He did, and he had like forty points. But they also had Teddy Bridgewater. That's what I'm saying. Get a better quarterback. If they end up with Deshaun, Deshaun's but then they pass. then they would end up trading. But McCaffrey's also a receiving back. You're forgetting this. He had 82 yards in his game against the Chiefs. 82 receiving yards. I know, I know, I know, I know, but I just don't see him putting up this production automatically. So it's uh, so in the long run, it's not going to be as as rewarding to take him early. But I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Who's your sleepers? I have Antonio Gibson and James Robinson. Okay, I have James Robinson too. I, I don't see him, you know, his production going down just because the Jaguars working through a little bit, and he seemed to be a diamond in the rough. So. You know, I think the Jaguars will have a little bit of a bounce back this season, but I don't think it'll be major. I'm calling like 5-11. and 11. I don't think it'll be anything major, but, you know, James Robinson is going to help out a lot. He's going to be there for Charlotte Lawrence when he needs him to be. And uh, I think that, you know, James Robinson has a lot of success. He could creep into the top five, honestly. He was top five. I think he was top five in rushing last season. So, 
James Robinson is one of my sleepers. My other sleeper is Jonathan Taylor because, yes, Carson Wentz is going to fit in this system nicely, but Jonathan Taylor, man, he's he showed us that he's not a running back to mess with. Dude's huge. Like, I mean, he's not huge, but he's he's big. And he can bust through the line. Like, no one's business. And they've got a good old line, so he's able to create separation and create, create room to get through so easily. And I feel like he's, like, only going to get better. I don't think he's going to drop off at all, so – like James Robinson, I think James Robinson and Jonathan Taylor are both going to have a little bit of a, bit of a step up from what they were last season. This season, so. All right, let's move on to receivers. You want to go Whoa, first? You're forgetting your bust. Oh, my bust. My bad. My bad. So my bust for running back is going to be surprising, but Leonard Fournette. I he's a free agent. He's a free agent. Don't forget, he's a free agent, and I think the Bucks might move on because they have Ronald Jones, who's also shown a lot of. A lot of uh, a lot of promise in the last season. So I think if they let one of them go, Leonard, Leonard Fournette's more expensive than Ronald Jones. I think they let Fournette go, and they can running backs are so expendable. They can just someone someone they can just pick up someone else. You know, Mark Ingram or whoever they need. And I think Fournette will go somewhere else. I think he'll be successful, but I don't think he'll be anything like what he was in the playoffs. So don't think just because he was he was the man in the playoffs. And he wasn't really. I mean, like, it was just the Super Bowl. He had a touchdown. I mean, like, just don't – I would not ride high on Leonard Fournette. I've heard a lot of people riding high on Leonard Fournette. I would not. I'd call a bust. What do you think? Uh, this is purely to make Cowboys fans mad. But uh, Ezekiel Elliott – I mean, yeah. He, well, we already know. He, he was last season's bust. Yeah. So, so I just feel like it's going to happen again. I don't see it not but happening. But with Dak Prescott coming back, I feel like they're going to be throwing the ball a lot more. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to leave for less room for him to run the ball. Yeah. All right, let's move on to receivers now. So my number five receiver is Justin Jefferson. Dude's super productive. Dude is, like, crazy productive, even with Adam Thielen. So, like, I just don't see the production going down at all. I mean, he made a huge impact. He's, like, he, he makes it look easy. I mean, I see him going up. I, I think he's top five. He was top five this season. I think he's top five again. So, All right. who's your number five? I have Terry McLaurin at five. Hmm. If he gets quarterback, if they figure out their quarterback situation. Agreed. He can be top five. He can be top five. I think so, too. My number four is Tyreek Hill. I don't – I mean, he's fast guy on the field, on any field he's on. And Patrick Mahomes is going to throw to him no matter what. He burns people. He's going to get receiving yards. It's, it, let's let's say – I'm saying this as a point of, like, Tyreek doesn't get hurt because he is a little bit injury prone. So, like, Tyreek doesn't get hurt. He'll have a great season. Number, top five season. So, I have Tyreek Hill at number four. How about you? I have DeAndre Hopkins at four. DeAndre's a little higher on my list. What do you have, Matt? We'll, we'll get there. All right, go ahead. We'll get there. Go ahead. We'll get there. So, DeAndre's your number four. Why? Uh, he's got a He's got a good quarterback. I can't call Kyler bad, but no, uh, he, he's he's got a good quarterback, and he's the wide receiver one. They throw a lot. They don't have a great – I mean, they have an all right running back, but they're more of a pass – They're a pass, pass heavy. And I think Kyler's even going to get – he's only getting better. He's got a decent coach. Um, he needs to work on his accuracy a little bit. He's very – he's kind of careless with the football sometimes. Turnover heavy, but uh, – I mean, I think DeAndre is a safety valve for him. I, I yeah, I really think that DeAndre is going to have a little bit of a bounce back season. And he had a great season last season. Like, I can't discredit that. 
Uh, they needed to, they created some they needed to create some chemistry before he got off to what he needed to before he got off to what he was on the Texans. But they they did create that chemistry, and so um, yeah, I like DeAndre Hopkins one of this season. But my number three is Stefan Diggs. I, I mean, he he's Josh Allen's weapon. There's no reason why he wouldn't be top three. I mean, he's Josh Allen's weapon, and they're they're buddies. They built that chemistry. I love their chemistry. It's really, it's really honestly heartwarming. It's like really cool to see. They have great chemistry. Uh, Stefan always knows when he's going to get the ball. Uh, he he hardly ever drops passes. He's the man for the Bills. Top three. What do you think? I have Tyree Kill on my number three. Okay. Because speed kills. Yeah, we already talked a little bit about Tyree Kill. Yeah. So my number two is DeAndre Hopkins. And this is because I feel like him and Kyler have built a lot of chemistry going into the season. And, you know, Kyler's only getting better. He's in his third year this season. So I I feel like DeAndre is going to have a little bit bit of a step up from when he was last season. I feel like he's going to go back to his productivity that he had last season. So I have him at number two. All right. Well, at number one. Who's your number two? Oh, number two. My bad. I have Stephon Diggs. Okay. So yeah. we, we kind of just flipped We touched on, on that, that. Yeah. yeah. All right, so my number one is Devontae Adams. I feel like you're yeah. just two. I can touch one. on Devontae Adams, and then you can touch a little bit on All why right. you think he's number one. I think Devontae Adams is number one, and I don't think there's a debate here. Uh, he, he's 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 Aaron Rodgers' safety valve, like kind of like Stephon Diggs is with uh, with Josh Allen. I mean, he, he's he's Aaron Rodgers' safety valve. When he needs someone to be open, Devontae's open. I, he rarely gets locked up. I mean, even by Jalen Ramsey. He can – he, his route running has gotten so much better from when he was first in the league. He's he, he's grown so much, and I feel like he's only getting better. He's still young. I mean, he's still got years to go. He's in the Madden 99 club. Why not? He's going to be number one again, and it's 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 just going to happen. It's going to happen. He's going to be number one again. Yeah. Uh, so. There's not much else to say about this except that he's not going to slow down. He averaged 25.6 fantasy points, which is insane to think about. For a receiver, dude. That's crazy. That's crazy. What about your sleepers? My sleepers. Uh, I'll let you go first on that. All right. My first sleeper is CeeDee Lamb. Dak Prescott's back. CeeDee Lamb gets more targets. CeeDee Lamb is more productive. CeeDee Lamb is in his second year, and Lamb showed – that dude is – he is so athletic. He can make plays look – he can make defenders look silly on, on his routes. And I feel like with Dak back, they kind of get that chemistry. He was he was doing really well before Dak got hurt, and he did well even after Dak got hurt. But I think that he is a, definitely a sleeper pick because his productivity last season does not bring him into the top five. Um, going into this season, I don't think he'll be a – I don't think he'll be a uh, very picked over receiver. So I feel like he's someone you could pick up and have a lot of success with just because he has Dak back. He built that chemistry. He's only getting better. He showed so much potential. I mean, that catch against the Vikings. Oh, yeah. I was in the end zone. That was like, I was like, did, is that is he human? Like, he, he literally contorted his body. Like, I don't get it. He's, it's crazy. <clears throat> and, yeah, he had some drop passes, but – Overall, I was very pleased with how CD did for Dallas. I mean, I'm not a Dallas fan, but I like – I mean, I live here. I, I love Dallas. So, I like to see CD Lamb get get some reps this season and uh, improve on what he did last season. And my other receiver sleeper pick 
some of you may not even know who this is. Darnell Mooney for the Bears. And I know you know who this is, Ryan. But I, Darnell I have, Mooney. I have him on my sleeper as well. Darnell Mooney. This kid is so athletic. He just had Mitchell Trubisky as quarterback. He, if you guys don't know who Darnell Mooney is, go look up some highlights of him getting horrible throws from Mitchell Trubisky where he is wide Nick, open against Jalen freaking Ramsey. Nick Foles. Nick Foles was quarterback that game. Okay, but still. He, I mean, he had bad throws from Mitch, too. I've seen them both. You look up Darnell Mooney, like, overthrows. It's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he he made Jalen Ramsey look silly. Arguably the best corner in the league. He made him look silly. He just got overthrown. So if the Bears can get themselves Russell Wilson like like they may, uh, man, Darnell Mooney could be a threat. And like even more so because if they have Allen Robinson still, people are going to double team Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney's going to be left wide open. So if you're looking for someone on for a receiver on your fantasy team towards the end of the draft, take Darnell Mooney. You won't regret it. So you said Darnell Mooney was one of your yeah. sleepers. Who's your other one? Uh, I have Alan Lazard as my other one. Oh, simply, simply for – actually, yeah, I – don't really have a reason for this. I just think he's gonna be, he's gonna have a good season. That's that's really all I have, <laughs> honestly. He's gonna do better than he did last year. In yeah, my opinion. I mean, he's been decently productive. I just don't feel like he's like an elite receiver. But I, I mean, yeah, he could be. I could be wrong. All right, let's move on to tight ends. Who's your number five tight end? Mike Jacecki. Hmm. Interesting, because he's my bust. Wow. And I'll talk about why later. But, oh, speaking of, who's your receiver bust? My receiver bust is A.J. Green. A.J. Green? Yeah. My receiver bust is Amari Cooper. Here's the reason. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Okay. <laughs> That's literally my only reason to see Lamb. Okay. Um, now back to tight ends. You said your number five tight end was? Jusecki. Jusecki. Okay. My number five tight end is Robert Tunyon. Uh, he's another safety valve for Aaron Rodgers, especially because no one really pays attention to Robert Tunyon. I mean, he had like 10 touchdowns in the regular season. Yeah, I actually have him as my sleeper because I think he's going to be overlooked coming into the season. He could be. Yeah, it's very that's a very good point. And uh, yeah, he could be overlooked, but I think he'll be top five, definitely. I think that people understand now Robert Tunyon, but you could be right. He could be a sleeper. And so in that case, I would switch my sleeper and my number five. But who's your number four? T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah. See, me too, actually. Yeah, T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, he has Jared Goff thrown to him, but I don't think that slows him down at all. Yeah, he's still a great, powerful tight end. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Jared Goff's even that bad of a quarterback. Yeah, well. I, I mean, I, I don't think so. Coming into Detroit might be a little bit harder. Might but. be a little harder, but especially because his line's probably not as good as it was. Yeah. But I, I still feel like Jared Goff's – I mean, I still feel like he's got a good enough quarterback to where he can still be top five. In productivity, so. I have a feel. Did you already say your four? Yeah, my four is Hawkinson. Too, All right, yeah. So. Who's your number uh, three? I have a feeling we're gonna have the same top three. I have Waller at three. Ooh, we don't have the same top three. Ooh, you have Kittle at three. I don't. Oh my gosh, I forgot about George Kittle. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, yeah, George Kittle is my number two. Darren Waller is my number three. So yeah, we do so, have the same. I'm gonna. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna. Ha- I'm, I'm sorry for the confusion. I'm gonna restructure my thing a little bit. So, 
Uh, Ryan, go ahead and say your top five. I'm just going to do it. I have Mike Shiseki at five, TJ Hawkinson at four, Darren Waller at three, George Kittle at two, and Travis Kelsey at one. Travis Kelsey had one of the best seasons I've ever seen from a tight end. George Kittle injured for most of the season. He came back, played like a beast. And Darren Waller showed out this season. You had him in fantasy, didn't you? I did. He was crazy. Yeah. Like, when I needed him to win me a game, he won me a game. Multiple, actually. He actually won me the championship. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah. So, those are my top five. I could see all of them doing great this season. I think my top top four could be – not top four. I'd say my top three can be interchangeable. Yeah. At the those respected numbers, but I do ultimately think that Travis Kelsey will have the best season. All right, so here's my top five, guys. Uh, number five, my edited top five. Number five is TJ Hawkinson. Number four is Logan Thomas. Don't forget about Logan Thomas. Washington gets themselves a quarterback. Logan Thomas is top five in productivity. My number three is Darren Waller. My number two is George Kittle. And my number one is Travis Kelsey. Uh, so I don't really see the top three really being – any less productive than they were. So I, I like you, like you said, I think they could be interchangeable. Logan Thomas could be a hit or miss, depends on who's quarterback. But I feel like he's, man, he he showed up this season. I had him in my other fantasy league, and he he actually he put, put up some great numbers. I mean, and he's got throwing skills, so they're able to do some trick plays, and they have done trick plays. And that you know, if he throws a touchdown, that's even more points. So, and then I have T.J. Hawkinson at five, and we already talked about that. So, who are your sleepers? Like I said, I had Robert Tanyan at as my sleeper, and I have Cole Komet. This is purely off the fact that I think Jimmy Graham will be cut now. Yeah, I think so. Too. I I wasn't agreeing with it originally, but now that I see of how much money we can save if we cut him, especially having that talent from the second round out of the tight end, you've yeah. got you've got to get him in, start playing more. Yeah, for sure. So my my sleepers now are Robert Tanyan. Uh, kind of like we talked about earlier, and then Noah Fant. If they get him, if the Broncos get themselves a better quarterback, even if they don't, Noah Fant is a great tight end, and he put up great numbers this season. And no one really talks about him. No one. I was able to draft him. I actually had him for quite a while. I was able to draft him pretty late in the draft. So if you're looking for a tight end, don't be shy to take Noah Fant or Robert Tunyon. Okay, let's go on to defense. We're not going to do kickers because, I mean. You really get any kicker that is on a defensive or not a defensive, an offensively, what's the word? Offensively productive team. Uh, you take any kicker from that. I mean, there's not really a top five hierarchy of kickers. So, yeah. Other than like Young Hui, Kyle Santos. Yeah, Santos, Tyler Bass, yeah. Harrison Bucker. I mean, you, you really take any kicker you want. So. We're not going to go for kickers, but we're going to go for defense. So, who's your number five for defense? Forgetting about my bus, tight end. Oh, my bad. You said Mike Jusecki, right, for your bus? I did say Mike Jusecki for my bus. What's your reasoning behind that? My reasoning behind that is Dolphins have two first-round picks. Get themselves a receiver. I mean, Jusecki's really not going to get the productivity from Tua that he needs. Devontae Parker and a new receiver. I don't feel like... He would get as much. Uh, I guess he won't. He won't be a checkdown for Tua to use anymore, just because he'll have other weapons to use. So I don't feel like he'll get used as much. And so, yes, he was a high productive, productive, highly productive tight end last season. But I don't feel like he'll quite make those numbers up this season, just because it's highly likely that they'll draft another receiver for Tua to use. 
because it sounds like they're riding with them. So yeah. hey, let's yeah. go into now. Let's go into defense. Got, what, my bad. My bad. My bust. My bad. Who is your bust? Uh, Evan Ingram. That yeah, end, I, end I, I agree. I agree. I Should don't not have been a Pro Bowl. No, Tanyan got snubbed. Is it Tanyan or Tanyan? I say Tanyan. Some people say Tanyan. Like announcers say Tanyan. Well, they're wrong. So. I know. It's like an. It's an O. It's not a U. All right, let's go into defenses now. Okay, who's your number five? I have the Saints. Okay. Who's your number five? No, I have the Dolphins. Right. And here's why. They have, they had like, what was their what was their turnover differential? Almost crazy. I mean, Xavier Howard himself had ten interceptions. They're like a turnover happy team, which leads to points. They don't get scored on a lot, except when they got blown out by the Bills. They don't get scored on as much as, as much as the Saints actually. I feel like the Saints get scored on more than the, the Dolphins do, which is I. I could see controversy coming from that, but I really feel like the Dolphins are very – their turnover differential and the, the amount of times they turn over the ball per game, it's attractive fantasy-wise. I mean, I don't – I could honestly put them at sleeper, but I have two other defenses I have at sleeper. Um, I could also see the Saints being here, like you said. Uh, I could see the Saints being here. I. I just don't feel like the Saints have probably the best roster-wise defense out of, I would say, all teams. They have the best roster defense. They just don't always – they have a tough schedule, and it's going to be hard for them to get uh, the, the productivity that they get in fantasy typically. So, Yeah, uh, you go with your number four. I'm having to rethink a few of them. All right, so my number four is Chicago, the Bears. The uh, Bears. I mean, the Bears are a great defense to have. I don't really think there's a lot of explanation needed here. They've got superstars all over. And they get a lot of turnovers as well. I mean, like, they're very – and they are they get tons of stops, and they're very – their games end up being very low scoring, which means they don't get scored on a lot. So if you're looking for a very safe defense to have, I would take Chicago. Let me keep going right All right, I'll, I'll go number four. Uh, I put the Bucks, who you said you had as your bust, right? Yeah, the Bucks were my bust, but I'll talk about that later. All right, so yeah, I have the Bucks at four. I think it's going to be another possible Super Bowl season. So. Okay. okay. Now my number three is the Colts. They're extremely productive on defense, especially off the line. They're very sack happy. They get quite a few turnovers as well. They're very productive. Um, and I don't see that changing. I don't think they're parting with a lot of their defense. It's going to be their offense that's going to be more of the sight to see. So I think their defense continues to be productive, and I don't see that changing. So, All right, and number three, I have the Ravens. Okay. I don't even have the Ravens in top five, and I wouldn't put them there. But, I mean, they have got a, they got a great defense. Yeah. So. My number two is the Rams. Now, I would put them at number one, but I have some reasons for who my number one is. Um, the Rams, great defense, very turnover happy, kind of like the Colts. They get some, they get a lot of action off the line. Um, they're just even more productive than the Colts. They've got more superstars. Uh, they get more stops. They they're just much more productive than the Colts. Um, so I have them at number two, purely because I mean the Rams are the Rams. Their their defense is going to be their defense. It's going to be the offensive side, like the Colts. Very, two very similar teams just coming into this offseason. 
or coming into this this new coming season, it's going to be interesting to watch the Colts defense or offense, and it's going to be interesting to watch the Rams offense. But the Rams defense and the Colts defense is going to be something that you know what you're getting into. Yeah. So uh, we, I think we have our number two, number one flip to have the Steelers at two and the Rams at one. Okay. So. All right. What are you, what's your reasoning for Steelers at two? Uh, I just feel like the Rams are just going to have a better overall season okay. defensively because. You can make the statement that the defense is going to be on the field more than the offense, depending on how good their offense is. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, I have the Steelers at number one. And this is probably going to be controversial, but I'm coming from a point of not unbiased. I'm coming from a point of no bias. I'm coming from a perspective of who are they getting back from injured reserve? Who are they going to ride with this season? And what's going to happen? You look at the Steelers last season. To start off, they had the they had an a, an excellent defense. Even in the end, they had an excellent defense. They have superstars all over, and even if Bud Dupree chooses to walk, there's guys behind him that who are going to step in and take up take over for him. I also feel like the defense is going to be on the field much more than the Rams' offense. So fantasy wise, the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers averaged like 15 a game last season in fantasy, which is unreal. They averaged 15 a game or something like that, right? It was. I'm I mean, they got me like twenty something multiple times. Like it was ridiculous. And so fantasy wise, now if we're talking about on the field, I would say the Rams probably are going to have a better, have more success. But the Steelers, fantasy wise, hundred percent would take the Steelers first. Nine point two. Nine point two. But I mean, they had a couple of rough games. So, but to start off, I mean, I was getting 17, 20, 20 I got twenty seven one game. It was against uh, Jacksonville. I got like twenty seven. Ridiculous, but yeah, I, I feel like if you're going for the safest bet fantasy wise, Steelers 100%. What do you think about the Rams? Uh, like I said, I just think the Rams are going to end up being the better team. Okay, who's your sleepers? Um, this one should be fairly obvious, but uh, the Washington football team making the playoffs, <laughs> making a stand against the Bucks, their defense is great, the best part of their team, their offense is almost there. But their defense is really just can be a sleeper pick. Okay. My my first sleeper pick is the Patriots. Uh, they got so many people coming back off opt out. Their defense was a force to reckon with for so long. Why wouldn't it be again if they get all their opt-ins back? Uh, they're going to get I, – I feel like they're going to probably go defense mostly in the draft. So if they can do that, they can increase their defense. I feel like they're a sleeper pick that a lot of people aren't going to take just because they're the Patriots and they're not what they used to be. So – they're my first sleeper pick. Who's your other sleeper pick? I only had You only had one? Yeah. So my, I had two sleeper picks. So my other one was the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they came off of a decent defensive season. Obviously, their offense was the was the success. But defensively, I feel like the Bills are very productive, uh, contrary to most people's beliefs. Um, lots of turnovers. They have superstars. They're extremely productive, and if you're looking for someone later in the later in the draft, and a lot of these top five teams have been taken, I would take the Bills. They're you can't go wrong. You yeah. can't go wrong with the Bills. Who's your All bust? Right. Uh, my bust is gonna be a team that you had in fantasy. Okay. Do you know? Do you know who that is? What defense did you have? Niners. No, I had a couple of defensive. Teams you had the Seahawks in the championship game, and I think that the Seahawks are yeah. gonna bust this year. My bus is the Bucks, which this can be very 
controversial, but they're losing. They could be losing some of their star players, especially since they're they're uh, getting close with the cap line. They have they might have to part with Shaq Barrett. They might have to part with some other guys on their defense. Um, I just don't feel like you should ride so high on them just because they they destroy the Chiefs uh, during the Super Bowl. I don't feel like people should ride as high as they as high as they will be rode on. Uh, they'll probably be taking it pretty early. So I would not ride as high on them because I actually had them in fantasy last year, and that was a mistake. They averaged like four. It was kind of rough. They get scored on a lot, even though they didn't in the Super Bowl. I would not take the Bucks, Though if you choose to, I don't think that you would be in a bind. Um, but, yes, I would not take the Bucks for defense. That's my bus. All right, and that's all for this week. I uh, hope you guys liked our fantasy predictions and – I know that some of you will probably come at me in the DMs and be like, that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But hey, I mean, like, that's what we're, that's what, that's what we're doing this for, right? That's what we're doing this for. Uh, Anyways, next week, we'll probably be talking about the NFL news. If there is any, we're getting closer to free agency. We might be talking about some free agent running backs and we might be talking about some trades that could potentially be happening, mock trades. And then I think the week after that, we're going to do the mock draft. So got one more week till the next mock draft. Um, hopefully some stuff happens in the NFL because once again, it's been pretty dry lately, which I know that's because we're not quite to free agency yet, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? All right. We'll see you guys next week. And as always, stay stay inside inside the the 20. 20.